Speak Indo podcast is a medium to think about life while learning about the Indonesian language and culture. Hi, I'm Natasha, the host of Speak Indo podcast. The first part of the story will be narrated in the Indonesian language. The second part will be in English. The transcript is available on our blog speakindo.life and our YouTube Speak Indo channel. Season 3, Episode 1. The Child in All of Us. Dari kecil, orang menganggapku anak pendiam. Padahal aku banyak bicara. Hanya tidak kepada mereka. Kepalaku itu sangat berisik. Yang mendengarnya sepasang kakek nenek dan kedua cucu mereka sebayaku, seorang bayi-bayian, monyet-monyetan, beruang-beruangan, anjing-anjingan, kucing-kucingan, perahu-perawan. Aku pelindung mereka dari pemburu, penculik, dan pembunuh bayaran. Senjataku, kain ajaib dan pedang sakti. Aku juga mengajarkan huruf dan angka agar mereka tidak mudah ditipu orang jahat. Setiap pulang sekolah, aku membersihkan papan tulis kecil dan menaruh mereka duduk berbaris di depannya. Aku akan mengulangi aku pelajari di sekolah kepada mereka. Sebaliknya, mereka mengajariku berpikir sebebas-bebasnya dan berbuat semauku. Orang-orang berpikir, ya tentu saja Sinta, mereka kan cuma mainan, benda mati. Tapi mereka keliru telah meremehkan. Mainan-mainan membiarkan aku menjadi pencipta. Tidak ada yang benar atau salah. Hanya kesenangan mengisi waktu dengan bercerita. Benda-benda mati itu membentuk isi dunia masa kecilku. Dunia satu-satunya yang hanya milikku. Hanya aku yang bisa menghidupkan mereka. Dunia dalam kepala adalah dunia yang disusun dengan kata... yang kemudian membentuk gambar-gambar. Semakin beragam dan kompleks, semakin banyak kata yang harus kukumpulkan, bagai sebuah bangunan tertinggi membutuhkan segunung batu bata. Tanpa kusadari, aku menjadi pengumpul kata. Bila dunia di mana aku dilahirkan dan tubuh sedang tidak ramah, sering terjadi nih, maka aku dengan mudah bisa membangun dunia lain yang aku inginkan. Lalu ketika aku punya anak, aku berusaha sekali menghormati kediamannya. Bahkan ketika ia sedang tampak berbicara sendiri. Seorang anak mampu secara alami menghidupkan benda-benda mati. Bukankah itu sesuatu yang menakjubkan? Aku tidak menyuruh dia mencari teman, mencapnya pemalu, apalagi menganggapnya aneh. Ia punya teman kok, teman sekolah dan tetangga. Namun ia butuh lebih dari itu. Ia perlu menciptakan dunia yang hanya miliknya. Ia yang mengatur, ia yang menulis aturan-aturannya, dan ia juga bebas mendobraknya dan menuliskannya lagi. Aku orang dewasa yang walaupun ibunya sendiri, lebih baik membiarkannya memiliki kendali dan belajar menanggung akibat keputusannya sendiri. Banyak orang tua yang khawatir anaknya berhayal, namun mendorongnya untuk berimajinasi. Padahal keduanya sih sama saja bagi anak-anak. 
menurutku menciptakan dunia yang berada di luar dirinya sendiri adalah dasar pendidikan dini yang paling penting. Dengan dia berbicara kepada dirinya sendiri atau dia pura-pura menjadi orang lain akan melatih kemampuan nalar dan emosinya. Dari menggunakan mainan sebagai alat, kemudian buku-buku cerita ketika sudah bisa membaca, maka anak-anak akan merasa nyaman dengan dirinya sendiri. Dan tahu bahwa siapapun dia, dia punya tempat di dunia ini. Ketika besar, aku menjadi penulis. Dari berita, artikel, iklan, sampai fiksi. Namun, anakku berbeda. Dia menemukan dunia lain, yaitu gambar. Dia mengumpulkan imaji-imaji di kepala dan menceritakannya melalui gambar. Dia akan asik tuh seharian menggambar sampai aku harus mencerewetinya untuk makan. Mama nih, ganggu aja. Tahu nggak sih, di duniaku, orang nggak harus mandi atau makan loh, katanya sambari nyengir. Pengumpul kata Seberapa banyak kata yang kau pahami, lebahku? Ku suapi kau kata demi kata demi hari. Sambil bersenandung dan bercerita tentang segala yang tersinari matahari dan rembulan yang tinggi hati. Bahasa merdu penghantar tidur ketika laut sedang termenung sementara jam menahan detaknya sampai setiap kata yang ingin ia dengarkan terucap dari mulutku dan aku harap kau simpan dalam rongga nuranimu namun laut adalah laut terusik amukannya melahap rembulan tangannya mencengkeram tubuhmu yang rawan tak berdaya terguyur kata-kata runcing yang bersemburan dari mulutku apakah kau tertusuk lebahku kau hanya memandangiku bertahun-tahun kau mengumpulkan kata yang ku suapi dan ku semburkan suatu hari dan berhari-hari seterusnya Lebahku mendengung, menyengat berkali-kali, dan mengurapiku dengan bunga dan madu. The next one will be the English version of the story. Since Cynthia was little, everyone saw her as a quiet kid, while in reality, she was quite talkative, just not to those people. Her head was filled with voices. Her audience were her imaginary friends. There were a pair of grandparents and their two grandchildren who were about her age, and her dolls and toys, a baby, a monkey, 
a bear, a dog, a cat, and a boat. Sinda was their protector against hunters, kidnappers, and hired killers. Her weapons were a magic cloth and a sacred sword. She taught them letters and numbers so that they were not easily deceived by the bad guys. Every day after she got home from school, she cleaned up a small board and placed all her dolls and toys in front of the board. She will recite what she had learned that day in school to them. In turn, they taught her to think freely and do what she wanted to do. People thought, of course, they were just toys, inanimate objects. People made the mistake of underestimating. Toys allowed Sinta to become a creator. Nothing was wrong nor right. There is only the joy of filling up the time by creating stories. Those inanimate objects formed her childhood world, the only world that belonged to her, as she was the only one who could bring them to life. The world inside her head was a world that was formed by words, which then created pictures. As the world grew more diverse and complex, she needed more words to be collected, like how a tall building required a mountain of bricks. Without her realizing it, Sinta became a word collector. If the real world where she was born and raised was not in a friendly situation, which often happened, she could easily build another world which she wanted. Then, when Sinta had her own child, she tried to respect her child's silence, even when it appeared that her child was talking to herself. A child has the natural ability to give life to inanimate objects. Isn't that amazing? She never asked her daughter to go make some friends, labeled her as shy, let alone think of her as weird. Her daughter had friends, school friends and neighbors, but she needed more than that. She needed to create her own world that only belonged to her. She was in control, was the one who laid down the rules, and it was also she who broke the rules and rewrote them again. Sinta as the adult, the mother of her child, was better off letting her child have the control and learn the consequences of her decisions. Many parents worry when their children daydream, but consistently push them to be more imaginative, which are actually the same thing for children. In Sinta's opinion, creating a world outside of oneself is the most important early basic education one can have. Talking to oneself or pretending to be somebody else will help the child to train their common sense and emotions, from using toys as instruments. And then storybooks when they could read, children would feel comfortable with themselves and know that whoever they were, they would have a place in this world. When Sinta became a writer—news, articles, ads, and later fiction—her daughter found a different world through drawing. She collected images in her head and told her stories through drawings. Her daughter would spend the day away drawing until Sinta had to nag her to eat. Her daughter answered cheekily that her mother was bothering her, as in her world, nobody had to take baths or eat. Word collector, a poem from the book Ibu Mendulang Anak Berlari. How many words do you understand, my bee? I fed you word for word, day after day, while humming and telling stories about everything under the sun and the proud moon. 
melodious language, lulling you to sleep when the sea is pensive, while the clock holds its beat until each word it wants to hear comes out of my mouth. And I hope you keep it in the cavity of your conscience. But the sea is the sea. Disturbed, its tantrum devours the moon. Its hands grip your vulnerable body in, helplessly flushed by the spiky words bursting from my mouth. Are you stung, my bee? You only look at me. For years you have collected words, which I feel and burst out. One day and every day after, my bee buzzes, stings many times, and anoints me with flowers and honey. This is a story from Sinta Hariadi, who is a writer from Tangerang, Banten. She now resides in Ubud, Bali. Among her publications, Ibu Mendulang Anak Berlari, uh, which is a book of poems, Manifesto Flora, a collection of short stories, and Kokokan Mencari Arumbawangi, a novel. All published by Gramedia Pustaka Utama and can be found in Gramedia bookstores and online stores. Her latest story can be found in The Book of Jakarta, an anthology by Indonesian writers published in 2020 by Coma Press UK. The book can be purchased online at Coma Press UK website and at the Post Santa Bookstore in Jakarta. As this is one of our editions, as we are still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, we'd like to extend our deep condolences to those who have lost their loved ones. This is definitely a very difficult time for everyone, and we can only hope that soon we can all heal as nature flourishes. Probably one day when we look back, we learn that how valuable is the time that we have to hug our loved ones, to be kind to our fellow humans, and to thank the sun for shining upon us. I'm Natasha, your host of Speak Indo Podcast, and we would like to thank our guest speakers for sharing their story. If you like the story, please share it with your friends and family. The transcript of the story is available at our blog, speakindo.life, and our YouTube, Speak Indo channel. You can subscribe to our channel so that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. Thank you for listening and let's share positivity.